You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 161, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley here with you. Episode 161, How to Live Your Adventure. So uh, as many of you know, I've taken the last two months to really do some deep work on myself. And part of that deep work was going back into my numerology. I'm going to do a new episode. I know there is an old, old episode of She Runs the Show about numerology, but I'm going to do a new episode about numerology very, very soon. And for those of you who are familiar with numerology, I am a life path five. And so part of what I've been thinking about in the last couple of days is this concept of living my adventure. And let me tell you where this came from. So I'm, I'm reading Glynis Has Your Number. This is a book about on numerology by Glynis McCants. And so I am the five life path, the adventurer. And so here's what it says about the five life path. It says... It is important that the fives venture out and live their quest, be it taking a career they love or traveling all over the world. If they aren't making use of their energy and drive, life can easily turn into a soap opera. This false drama can lead to depression and a martyr complex. If you know a five life path who feels their life is not their own, you already know that they can become champion complainers. Now let me just read that again. If they aren't making use of their energy and drive, life can easily turn into a soap opera this false drama can lead to depression and a martyr complex. Now, let me tell you something. What I've been thinking a lot about, and I don't know if it's just turning 40 this year, which I will be 41 in a couple of months, so excited, can't wait. Uh, I feel better at 40 than I did at 29, for sure. Uh, I don't know if it's looking at life in a totally different way than I did in my 20s or 30s, but I can tell you I'm focusing on that statement. I know that for myself as a five-life path, I have made, uh, you know, my whole 30s basically was a decade of drama. Let's put it like that. From about 29, which is when I got my first divorce, to (laughs) very recently, it has been a decade of drama and the martyr complex and all of that kind of stuff. Not to say that I didn't get a lot done, but I certainly did not spend my 30s living my adventure. And so what I'm, I'm becoming very conscious of is the fact that so much of life is a choice of adventure. But just like the whole choose your adventure gaming sort of thing, in life we can choose our adventures. We can choose to have an adventure that's fulfilling and satisfying and vibrant and prosperous and abundant and passion-filled. Or, as I did in my 30s, we can choose to have an adventure that is filled with drama and chaos and soap opera-like and martyrdom and victimhood and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that that if you've chosen an adventure of drama and chaos, you st- you're not powerful. There, there still is power even when you're dealing with nonsense and drama. And a lot of nonsense and drama is not necessarily avoidable on your part. But what I am saying and what I've learned for myself in the last 10 years is that if I'm not intentional, and I mean absolutely intentional, intentional about how I'm directing my life, how I'm, how I'm moving my life, if I am not spending every single day being super intentional about this is what I want my life to look like, and this is what I want my life to feel like, this is what I want my business to look like, and this is what I want my business to feel like, if I am not in the driver's seat driving myself 
to the adventure that is fun and exhilarating and passion-filled, then I'm going to fall into the adventure that is martyrdom and victimhood and drama-filled because that's an easy option to fall into. You don't, you don't have to be, you know, consistent or intentional about getting into drama. Drama can just happen on its own if you're not watching. And so today's episode, <clears throat> is going over a little exercise that I've done with myself because I think in business it's really important for you to have a greater vision for your life in business than just making money. If it's only about making money, when the going gets tough, the money, the idea of the money won't keep you going. It's just not enough. I mean, most people, um, if you don't have a deep why for your business, you're not going to get through the hard things and there will be a lot of hard things. Which is why this idea of living your adventure is so powerful when it comes to your life and business because it aligns both. And so I did this exercise with myself and I want to share it with you because I don't know that, that most of us take time out to say, okay, how do I live my adventure? How do, how do I live? And it's not simply purpose. Like purpose is a very important thing. And most people are asking the question, what is my life purpose? Why am I here? Um, what did I, what was I put on this earth to do? And I think that's powerful. But purpose can get pretty stale in tough moments. Purpose can get a very, it can feel very heavy when you don't feel strong enough to even get through the day. Adventure feels light. Adventure feels like fun and excitement and exhilaration and doing stuff you enjoy. And so I want to talk about in life and business, how do you live your adventure? And there are four questions that are going to get you to the heart of what your adventure is. Everybody's idea of adventure in life and business looks totally different. Some people want the adventure of a business where they have a physical storefront. They have to open it up at five o'clock in the morning. They have to close it at 10 o'clock at night. They're there all hours of the day. That is not my idea of adventure in business. I don't want a physical location. I don't have any desire to have to be at a certain place at a building all day long. I have no, you know, some people love the, the adventure of a business where they are the CEO of a Fortune 100. They walk, you know, they, they drive a Jaguar and they wear a suit every day and they have the front parking space and they have a high rise building in New York City and they have the corner office with all of the views. I have no interest in that. So some people have the adventure that they want to travel the world and they want to live in an RV and they want to travel, you know, they want to be in a different place every single week. As much as I like some travel, that's not my dream of a business. It's not my idea of adventure. So the reason why I'm going to give you these questions is because before you can start to live your adventure in both life and business, you've got to get to the heart of what that is for you and what that looks like for you. And I've gotten to the heart of what that looks like for me. And so I'm going to give you these four questions. So, and here's what I want you to do with it. I want you to spend, it, it took me about 30 minutes to do, to answer these four questions in a journal, on paper, pen and paper, you know, the old fashioned way. I want you to spend at least 30 minutes it probably won't take you more than 30, but for some people it might take a couple hours to really think through some things because maybe you haven't thought through them before or given yourself permission to dream. I want you to, to jot down these four questions and take the time to answer these four questions for yourself. Here's the caveat to this. When you ask these questions, 
your answers really need to be about you and not about anybody else. Now, those of you who are married, those of you who have children, you might say to yourself, but what about my family? So I think you can, you can include family in your journey and in your responses as participants, but your ability to live your adventure can never be based on whether anybody else co-signs on that with you. It, it simply isn't. Your adventure is yours. Your child's adventure is theirs. Your spouse's adventure is his or hers. Um, do not make your responses about what other people have to be willing to do in order for you to give yourself permission to live your adventure. You must live your adventure whether other people agree with it or not. I think that's a very important point to say. So let's get to the four questions. What are the four questions that are going to help you get to the bottom of how do you, what is your life adventure? What is your business adventure and how do you live it? Here they are. Number one, question number one that you need to ask yourself, what does living my adventure look like? So for me, when I answered this question, I needed to close my eyes and imagine what that life looks like, what that business looks like. And, and for me, what I wrote down is, you know, what experiences would I be having? if I was truly and completely living my adventure. So the first question is, what does living my adventure look like? What experiences would you be having? Um, what does your daily life look like? How often do you travel? What does your business setup look like? Do you have 50 employees? Do you have 10 employees? Uh, where do you run your business? Do you run your business from, you know, an RV? Do you run your business from your home office? Uh, how, how much do you work on your business or in your business? What kind of business do you have? In terms of your, your life, I mean, what kinds of things do you do? Um, do you exercise? Do you do yoga? Do you do Pilates? I mean, for some people, their dream fitness regimen involves Pilates. I hate Pilates. I hate Pilates. I know it can do lots of great stuff for you. I see what ballet dancers look like. Amazing. Um, I have no interest in Pilates. I am much more in MM, you know, MMX, P90X, uh, jujitsu, body combat, spin, uh, hardcore workout kind of person. And so, I really want you to sit with question number one. What does living my adventure look like? What does my daily life look like? Where do I go? Who am I with? Um, what does my business look like? What is my business makeup? What do I produce? What do I sell? Who do I serve? How do I transform the world? So that's question number one. What does living my adventure look like? Question number two is, and this is more important than question number one. I think question number one sets the tone so you can actually close your eyes and see yourself living the adventure. But question number two is far more powerful. And here's question number two. What does that life feel like? When you close your eyes and you see yourself living your adventure, let's just sit there for a minute. We just close our eyes and you see yourself living your adventure, looking the way you want to look, going where you want to go, having the business that you want, serving the world with transformation in the way that you want to. What does that feel like? Does that feel joyful? Does that feel fulfilling? Does it feel fun? Does it feel exciting? Does it feel satisfying? Does it feel juicy? I mean, what does that life feel like? I want you to get 
very clear on what it feels like to live that life. Because here's the thing. You can generate all those feelings right now. That's how you get to that life. We'll get more. We'll talk about that more in a second. So the first question is, what does living my adventure look like? The second question is, what does that life feel like? The third question to get to the bottom of how to live your adventure is what would the next 12 months need to look like in order to get to the adventure of the next 10 years? This is a strategic, uh, almost prescriptive question. And a lot of people are going to want to shy away from this question because you might say, well, I don't know how I get there from here. I don't know. I've never lived my adventure. So I don't listen. I'm going to be very clear with you. Yes, you do know. If you just put on your doctor's hat for a minute and you said, listen, my life right now looks like A, I want my, I want to live my adventure and have my life look like B, I guarantee you within you are all the answers to all the questions you're ever going to ask, which means you know exactly what you have to do. Now, you may not want to hear what you have to do. You may think it's too much work and you don't have enough time to do what you want to do, but you can still answer this question. What would the next 12 months need to look like in order to get to the adventure of the next 10 years? And let me circle back around to question number two. I'm going to tell you why. When I answered question number three, I wrote down all the things that I needed to do. I already knew the things that, that I needed to do and how I need to show up differently. And I will tell you, it's a lot of work. The, the importance of question number two is that sometimes when, when we start doing the execution part of living our adventure, when we start to actually do the work, we get really disappointed and frustrated fast because there is so much work to be done. We have to do, we have to go the extra mile. We have to be present to what we're experiencing. And it's a hell of a lot of work. And a lot of it is done in isolation and done alone. And we feel really stressed about all of what it's going to take to get there. That's where in those moments of frustration and doubt, you've got to go back to what does that life feel like? And you have to stop whatever you're doing and in the moment, go back to the feeling place of an adventurous life and generate those feelings, satisfying, fulfilling, purposeful, uh, powerful, focused, free, you know, um, nurturing, loving, uh, that life feels driven. It feels exil. You, you have to, in moments of absolute frustration or moments where you feel stuck, you have to regenerate those feelings so you can get out of your stuck place. So you can get back to executing and get back to work. It's one of the major things that I talk about in a new book that I have coming out in a couple of weeks. I have, I've been writing this new book for the last week. So I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, uh, part of my living my adventure is I've set the goal of writing 52 ebooks in a year. I started that last week. I've had this goal before. I'm going to tell you what's absolutely different about having this goal now. I'm doing the work. <laughs> it's really simple. The only difference between all the other years where I set this goal and this year and how I know that by the end of the next 52 weeks, I'm going to have produced 52 new eBooks is I'm doing the work and I don't care about the results. Meaning I am not all about, well, it's got to be a bestseller and it's got to do this. And it's got no, I have messages and things I need to put out into the world. And if it helps at least one person, I am satisfied. I'm satisfied. Now I'm going to do the marketing and the promotion and I'm going to get those books out there in front of the people that need to see them. But I'm not so tied to results that I'm holding myself back from sharing my gifts with the world because 
it has to match up with results in order for me to do so. I hope that makes sense. So many of us in business are holding, we are holding back our gifts. We're holding back our, um, what we could share with the world. We have sort of a closed heart approach with what we're delivering to the world in terms of content and sharing because we, we feel like to be business minded, we've got to tie every single thing we do to a very specific result. And if it doesn't hit the result, then I need to spend more time on figuring out why it doesn't hit the results. Yes, you need to evaluate your strategy, but you evaluating your strategy is in addition to you showing up fully for the world. It's in addition to you giving everything that you have to share your gifts with the world. So what I know is different about this 52 week goal is that I'm doing the work. I mean, three, three to 4,000 words are getting written every single day. There is no if, ands, or buts. If exercise doesn't happen, that's fine. But the three to 4,000 words a day, that is happening, non-negotiable. So I think that's a really important piece. But I say all of that to say, I understand that I have set a goal for myself which is connected to living my adventure, which there will be moments along this 52 week journey where I will have obstacles and stumbling blocks and it'll be hard to get the work done. And in those moments of frustration, that's where we have to come back to question number two, which is what does that life of adventure feel like? Because if I can close my eyes and get back to the fulfillment and the satisfying and the prosperous and the powerful and the focused and the abundant and the wealthy and the joyful. If I can get back to those feelings, what that adventurous life feels like, guess what it does for me? It is like a, it is like a, um, a Star Trek time capsule transporter. It brings me right in this present moment to my life of adventure, even before any of the other stuff has happened. And now I'm powerful enough to keep execution moving. That's the power of that. So again, question number one is, what does living my adventure look like? Question number two is, what does that life feel like? Question number three is, what would the next 12 months need to look like in order to get to the adventure of the next 10 years? And question number four is, what can I do to live and feel adventurous now? What can I do? And here's the thing, living and feeling adventurous now doesn't always feel exhilarating in every single moment. So for example, one of my um, living my adventure life is to have a sprawling, beautiful property. I live in Wyoming, so that's not hard to do. A, a sprawling, beautiful horse property where I ride my horse, weather permitting, anytime I want into the mountains. Into the mountains, out of the mountains. Um, and here's the thing. In order for me to live and feel that, that level of adventure now, I have to actually learn how to ride a horse, which I haven't been doing horseback riding lessons for a few weeks. I'm going to get my butt back on that consistently in the next couple of weeks. But I will say this, the horseback riding lessons are a prerequisite to me in 10 years on my sprawling, beautiful horse property, being able to ride my horse into the mountains. If I don't do the lessons now, I won't know how to ride a horse. I might buy horses in 10 years, but I won't, I certainly won't take them into the mountains. I actually have to learn to ride the horse now. So when we come to question number four, what can I do to live and feel adventurous now? It's about what are the habits and rituals 
of the version of me 10 years from now that I need to incorporate into my daily life now? What can I do to feel that same level of fulfillment and satisfaction, knowing that everything that I'm doing in my life and business in this moment is building me to the next? Do you know what I find so exhilarating about this 52 ebook goal, ebook, uh, goal that I have one ebook a week? As I'm writing, I am, and there are moments when I have nothing to say, like I'm at 2,000 words and I know I still have another 1,000 or 2,000 words to go and I have no, nothing is coming out. I start to just feel the power of the fact that I'm writing one ebook a week, like the power of the fact that in 52 weeks, there are going to be 52 more books on Amazon with my name on it that I wrote that is designed to help people change their lives. And so then it gets really juicy in that moment. Like even though I'm stuck as a writer and I have nothing else I, I want to say, the juiciness is that like I'm doing it. Do you, do you ever have that moment where you are you are manifesting the life that you want? And you're like, it's, it's such a flip from this is happening to me, or this is, this is being done to me to life is for me. And I am creating this. I think that's what I love so much about, um, creating a life, like the pregnancy and the concept. It's like, you're creating something. It's miraculous. And every bit of your life can be like that. And it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be you creating another human being. You can create a book. You can create a story. You can create a YouTube channel. You can create a blog post. You, th there's so much creation to be done by you. But there's no way to fully access that if you aren't intentionally focused on living your adventure. What is your adventure? What is the adventure that, that you want to live, not need to live? What is the adventure that you want to live? And isn't it time that you finally started doing that now? That is it. Uh, so four questions that will help you figure out what your adventure is in both life and business and how to live it. Answer the questions today. Answer the question today and be on the lookout. Overcomingfearbooks.com. Own it. The one thing that will change everything is the first ebook in the 52 ebooks in a year series that is coming out. Now, I'm going to give you a little preface about the ebooks that I'm writing this year. I don't have all 52 ebooks uh, lined up in terms of knowing exactly what books I'm writing yet. I'm going to allow for spirit to inform what I need to communicate to the world and what I need to share. But I will tell you that after Own It... Uh, the one thing that will change everything. I Inspiration already brought me the second book in the 52 ebooks in a year. And it's called, I so love this title. It's called Rumi is my life coach. Rumi is my life coach. So in a couple weeks, Own It will be available. And then a week after that, Rumi is my life coach will be available. I cannot wait to write that book. That's actually the book for this week that I'm going to write. Uh, Rumi is my life coach. If you love the poet Rumi, if you love the quotes that you see on Pinterest from Rumi, you are totally going to love Rumi is my life coach because, uh, and this inspiration actually came from a post on Facebook that one of my wonderful, powerful entrepreneur friends who, now that I'm thinking about it, I need to get on She Runs the Show, um, wrote called uh, she, she posted a Rumi quote, Heidi House, one of the most powerful shamans on the planet is Heidi House, by the way. If you need a shaman, I, you need, you need go no further than Heidi House. Period. The end. I need to get, I need to text her today and get her on She Runs a Show. 
point. The universe just gave me a message. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. So Heidi posted on Facebook, Heidi House, amazing shaman, posted a Rumi quote. And it, it was a quote. I, I won't share it because I want to wait for the book to come out. But uh, I will say this. Rumi quotes are amazing. Go check them out. In a couple weeks, Rumi is my life coach will be my second book of the 52 ebook uh, challenge that I've given myself. And I am telling you, Rumi quotes change my life every time I read them. So you're going to love this book because I'm going to add the life coaching to Rumi's quotes. Some of them. I'm not going to do all of them. And we're going to dive in deep on that. So that is the second book. Um, be on the lookout. I do not do pre-order yet. I probably will get into allowing pre-orders on Amazon before the, the time is, you know, before I probably want to hit the 10th or 12th book. But next book to, first book to come out in the 52 ebooks in a year is Own It, The One Thing That Will Change Everything. Check out overcomingfearbooks.com. Look for it. Please leave a review on it. I would love as many reviews as I could get. I would love a hundred reviews. So please leave a review on it. And in a future episode coming soon on She Runs the Show, we're going to talk about numerology because I think that's very deep and very, very important. All right, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful day, week, month, year, wherever you are in your life, you have the power to live your adventure. Please live your adventure. We all benefit with every person who rather than living the adventure of chaos and drama and victimhood, intentionally and powerfully live the adventure of fulfillment and satisfaction and passion and purpose and fun and joy and love and freedom. Live your adventure. I will see you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. Talk to you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. 